Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey, welcome back to the Passion Connected Podcast. I am so glad you're here today. We're keeping it short and sweet again. I know you guys like those episodes. And today I'm going to share with you a challenge that I have taken in my own life that has really just made sex so much easier, so much more fun, so much more intimate, and um, has really been enjoyable for my husband and I. And so this episode is really for the person who is ready to take the next step, who maybe has some timidity in their sex life or is a little nervous and it really kind of kind of pushes you and pushes those boundaries. It is not something that I have heard a lot of Christians talk about at least or not something that I've seen well displayed in most Christian homes. Um, and it's something that I think is really, really advantageous for your relationship. So here you go. Here's what it is. Vocal foreplay. And I'm not just talking about like once you're actually in the act of sex, once you are starting to initiate sex, I'm talking about throughout the day, throughout your life, making it common language in your marriage. So what does that look like? That looks like throughout the day, taking time to make sexual comments, taking time to value your spouse, to make them feel special, to let them know that you either are aroused or would like to be aroused or would like to have sex later or find them attractive or, or value sex as a part of your relationship. And this kind of comes back to this mindset that I've had in my life where I have noted that the important things are in my life are the things that I actually talk about. The important things in my life are mentioned, are cared for. Um, There's been multiple seasons that I've gone through where I've talked with my husband and I've been like, okay, if this was actually important, I would do it. If this was actually important, if I actually valued it, if I actually cared about it, I would do it or I would talk about it or I would say it. So, you know, going back even to like my relationship with Christ and talking with my husband and saying the times that I am close with him, I can't help but talk about him with people, with you, with myself, like in, in my prayers, the, the times that I have a hobby going, those are the things that I talk about. The times that I have concerns about my kids in whatever capacity or whatever thing is going on with them. Those are the things that are on my mind that I'm thinking about, that I'm talking about, that I'm sharing with my husband. Um, whatever it is that I am reading or listening to or learning, those are the things that I share with Kyleb that I make a part of our life. And it comes back to that because what I see from most Christian households is that sex is never something that is mentioned. 
sex is not something that most kids know that their parents do um, or value. And that says a lot to me. I want my kids, I want my girls to know I have sex with their dad and it's beautiful and it's intimate and it's just him and I, and it matters a lot to me. And it doesn't mean it has to be something that I'm mentioning all the time, but I want them, I want them to know it. It shouldn't be something that is hidden and it's not. And they already know, you know, I mean, even just tonight, my girls were saying, mommy, we love you so much, but, but daddy loves you in a special way. (laughs) I just laughed. I was like, yes, daddy loves me in a special way. That's the way that we talk, talk to our girls about it right now because they're three and two. Um, but they know, they know that there's something special there. That's more than the love that they have for me or the love that I have for them. And obviously there's more to Kyle and I's relationship than just sex. They know that there's marriage and there's commitment and there's romance and all of these different things. Um, but they know that there's something special and I have gone several years now in my love of helping people learn about sex and, and teaching women how to please and be pleased and, and find shame free sex for Christians. And it has still been something in my life that I have had to learn to grow and expand in, which is talking about sex with my husband. And it's funny because I talk on here on the podcast. I talk on Instagram. I email people back and forth and help them with their relationship. But I still have found that, you know, what you learn as a kid is kind of ingrained in you. And this is something that has been ingrained in me. Like my parents didn't talk about sex. Um, I knew that they had sex. I would have never guessed maybe how often it was because, um, you know, I had no concept and, and now in my relationship with my husband, I'm like, it's probably a lot more (laughs) than I ever thought. You know, I'm thinking like, all right, once a year. Okay. That's, that's all it is. Um, but I, I know, I know better now. I know that healthy relationships, um, have more connection than that and have more intimacy than that. Um, but yeah, I had no, I had no concept really because, because it was never really mentioned. It was never something that I thought about and, um, or that they talked about. And I was talking, I've talked to several people now that have parents that have made little comments or made little mentions of things and how healthy it it was, how healthy it was for them. I'm stuttering over myself because I'm like in awe of it, but truly like, how healthy it was for those children growing up, seeing their parents say, meet you in the bedroom, honey, and like wink or, or saying like, Oh, you are looking fine today. And it's just a small thing. And you move on about your day, but you said it, you made that encouragement. You made that connection. You let your spouse know, like, I see you. I, I am with you. And I think obviously not only is this good for those of us who have kids and, and see that connection that their parents have. And I'm not just saying that this needs to be, you know, it doesn't need to be overt. It doesn't need to be crazy, but not only that, how much more it just does for your relationship. And, and like I said, this is something that I have been learning because I was under the impression as I grew up, um, that flirting was, was wrong or it was, not that it was wrong. I don't know how to fully explain it, but that flirting 
was only used out of place. Like you only ever had to use flirting. This is, this is a better way to explain it. You only ever had to use flirting when it wasn't something that you should be doing. Like I shouldn't have to flirt with my husband because like we're going to have sex anyway, or I shouldn't have to make advances to him because I'll, I'll make advances in the bedroom. Like once everything sort of gets rolling. And so I would still initiate with him. I would still, you know, make sure that our relationship was solid and, and really value our connection and all that sort of stuff. But I didn't always talk with him so openly about sex until sex was actually happening. And even then talking during sex was kind of difficult. So the challenge that I have put myself up to that I want to put you up to is start talking openly about sex with your partner and, and just challenge yourself to like a comment a week, a comment a day. And it really doesn't have to be crazy, but coming up to them and just being like, you look so good today. It really turns me on. And so like not just stopping with the comment of like, you look good today, but like adding the sexual aspect of it, it turns me on. What does that do? That connects you with them. That lets you see that connects you with them. That connects them with you. It lets them know that like, hey, I, I value you and I also value you sexually. And obviously, just as a caveat, this should all be done within the context of you're already valuing that person. So, so the sexual comments that I make with Kyleb by no means outweigh the encouragement that I give him outside of those things the listening ear that I give him, the time that I give him, the time where I get to look in his eyes and, and hear about his day um, and just hear his, his worries and his struggles and his stresses and where he gets to talk to me, where we connect on other things outside of sex. But if I value sex with him, if I value him sexually and myself sexually and this relationship that we have, I should talk about it. I should make a point to make it a priority. And man, you guys, <laughs> it was a stretch for myself. It really was because it's, it's this thing where, and Kyla and I have had multiple, multiple points in our relationship where, you know, he's had to grow or I've had to grow or we've been, we've been working through things. And initially like he was so caught off guard early on in our relationship. I kind of like tested the waters. I, I probably pushed it too far. <laughs> of like sexual advances and then I kind of dialed it back um and and kind of let it go a little bit more and stepped back into my my childhood and and what I was raised as or like what I was raised to believe or act on um and so I didn't really as much but but initially he didn't react too positively because of his own shame and things that he was dealing with from his past and his childhood um and he didn't really know how to handle it and so there was a little bit there. There was like this fear in me, like, okay, um, I don't exactly know how he's going to respond, but I need to need to take this leap anyway. Um, and it has been so, so good. I've been doing this challenge for myself this summer and um, he doesn't know that I've been doing that, <laughs> but it has resulted in good things, you guys. 
<laughs> it has been really, really good. And the best part of all of it is just seeing him smile and me smiling back and like this, I know you and I see you and I love this and I love connecting with you and I love our relationship. Um, so if you are up for taking the challenge and, and you're one of the people who maybe like me, doesn't really know it, didn't really know what to say, still struggles with it, still stutters over myself, um, doesn't always know what to do or is introverted. I, um, speak, I feel like fairly well on this podcast, but when it comes to things that I get nervous on, um, clam up like crazy clam up. So for me, if you're like, if you're like that, I wrote down several phrases to say or things to initiate, um, things that I knew would, would light his eyes up and, and make me feel all warm and fuzzy things that were funny too, to like kind of break the ice. I always think like hilarious things can help people just like take a, like a breath of relief. Um, and then also things that I knew that he would re really, really value. So things about him that I really loved, um, or would let him know that I see him sexually as well as every other part of him that I really, really value. So connecting something about his personality or something about him that is really, really attractive to me. So writing it down can be a, a really easy way to get you started. Um, and then also just writing down how frequently you want to, to do this. Um, and then just challenge yourself to it and see what it does for your relationship. See how it starts initiating things. See how it makes it feel more relaxed. And that's the other thing that has kind of come out of me doing this is we're already fairly open. Him and I, obviously, we have things that we still need to work through. Everybody does. Everybody does till the day you die. You've got things to work through. But what I see come out of this is less stress surrounding sex, less pressure, and more of a lightheartedness like, We'll get to it when we get to it. And this is just fun. And if we don't have sex tonight, even though that comment was made, like it's still, it's still good. And this was fun. And I see you and you see me. Um, and so that has been really, really enjoyable to just kind of take the weight off of sex. And I also think um, using words and normalizing words can do a lot for your mental state concerning sex. And this is a little bit of a side note, but I was on a Zoom class um, over the summer semester where I ended up presenting my findings on just connecting sexually and relationships and what relationship building does for sexual pleasure, which it was really, really fascinating. I can't wait to share it with you guys. Um, but I got on and had to present some ideas for that I had for how to bring sexual pleasure up as a topic um, in the Christian community and how to make it a priority. And after I did my presentation, my professor just spoke up and she was like, I am just so grateful that you did this research and really, really impressed that you can just talk so openly about sex. Not a lot of counselors have this. And I think it is going to give you a leg up on things. Um, and it, it made me realize 
how much I didn't realize how comfortable I was because it wasn't even a thing I had to think about. Like I was saying orgasm and I was saying vulva and I was saying, you know, all these different things that came up with talking about sex. Um, and, and I realized looking back, it was like, Oh yeah, even saying those things might've been awkward for somebody else listening to me, but I'm, I'm totally chill with it. And while I have been chill in my relationship with Kyleb in the bedroom, it's not always something that I myself have been comfortable bringing out like outside of the bedroom, talking about outside with him. Um, and I've shared about this before, like different things that we've done to initiate sex in other times and places and when things are busy or whatever else. But that doesn't mean that it hasn't been hard for me because like I said, it's still something that I've had to overcome, something that I'm not used to. But using sexual words, using my body or his body and describing it or describing an orgasm or describing pleasure or describing getting aroused outside of starting to have sex and outside of foreplay has made it so fun, (laughs) so relaxed, so fun, so enjoyable. And now instead of like this shock look on Kyle's face, he's like, was not anticipating that it's more like excitement and, and connection. And I absolutely love that. It has taken away that shame and this idea that I can't say the word orgasm outside of the bedroom and turned it into something that is intimate between him and I. So that is all I have to share with you guys today. I hope you take the challenge. I hope you take action. Um, that is where the growth comes in when we challenge ourselves, when we push ourselves And when we make sex a priority, something to talk about, something to enjoy together with each other, good, good things are going to come from that. So I hope this episode was helpful for you guys as always. And if it was, please, please, please leave a five-star review and a comment. It would be so helpful for me on Apple Podcasts. That helps me get on the charts and stay up there um, and share this episode with a friend. Take the challenge together. My One of my friends and I are actually, we challenged each other the other day. I love her so much. And um, I just said, I dare you to do something, which was, it was loving herself and taking care of herself. Um, but we have done these kinds of challenges before where we've been like, okay, let's take like a workout challenge or let's do like a a reading challenge or drinking water challenge, do a sexual challenge, like take it with your bestie and just say like, okay, we're going to do this. And maybe it isn't talking to your hubby about sex or, or initiating it. Maybe it's something else that you need to do. Maybe it's, it's learning to appreciate your body sexually or come to terms with the healthiness of sex. Maybe it's reading a book together about sex and discussing it. Um, or listening to this podcast or whatever it is, but share it with a friend. Um, Take a challenge, dare yourself, push yourself. That is where the growth happens and that is where things get so, so good. So, all right, I'm wrapping it up. I love you friends. I will see you here next week.